Hello, welcome to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence, the podcast with funding from the National Lottery and the Government. I'm Claire from Positive Life Workshops. I am a guide and a healer. I help people who have struggled with anxiety and depression who want to start living that more positive life. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. This week, I'm going to talk about being kind to ourselves. So, I know a lot of people are struggling with everything that's going on. I mean, a lot of people are struggling. And I think it's just trying to find a way uh, where I am coping and sharing that. And I think the first thing to say is be kind to yourself. It's so important to be kind to yourself. Do not struggle. If you if you if you need help, ask. If you need advice, ask people. If you need to talk, find someone to talk to. There's so many services available. I've got one to one sessions available. If you need to book, just give me a message. Um, there's there's people struggling with what to do with school and nurseries, and it's what it's what's best for you. So what might be best for me and what might be best for another person and another person and another person are not all going to be the same. So I'm at home and my partner's at home. I'm on the flexible furlough. I'm only working four hours a week. So I'm fully able to take the time to spend homeschooling my little boy. So it would be silly for me to say, yeah, I will send my son into school because I'm working from home when I can teaching from home myself not a problem but if you're working nine till five Monday to Friday from home trying to do your work you know what it's impossible to homeschool and to do your work it's going to be hard enough to do your work in the first place because you're in a totally different situation we've got a pandemic going on we're in lockdown you're not in your normal situation so it's it's about being kind to yourself if it's kinder for you to send your children to school so that your mental health and your child's mental health is benefiting, then you send your child to school. If you're struggling and that's making you get stressed out and you can get a place at school, then take that place at school. Be kind to yourself. There's other children there and they're having to be in that situation. Not everybody's in the same situation. There's many different reasons that people are at the school so it might not be that they're working it might just be because the parents have got mental health problems and they can't cope it might be because the children have got problems and they can't cope and it's about being kind so if you know that your child's better in the routine of school and it makes a massive difference to their behavior and their mental health but school are telling you to keep them off you know what you should do you should talk to school and explain the difference it makes to the child's mental health and behaviour to be in school and to have that place and I'm 100% sure that they'll work through something for you and give you some different ideas, different feedback. I know a lot of people that are saying that they can't get the children off the games, they can't get them to do this, they can't get them to do that. They might be really struggling. They might not be understanding what's going on and that might be their way of escaping from what's going on. And sometimes... We have to let our children be kind to themselves as well. I keep saying to my daughters about homeschooling, they're doing so much work. They're sat on the beds, on the computers, all day doing work, come down for a break, stretch their legs, have a drink, get something to eat, back upstairs, 
they're in the same position all day, every day. And then you get an email about homework and it's like, they're doing so much that they need to be kind to themselves as well and look at the things that they're enjoying. So if they're not enjoying sitting there on the bed all day, every day, they still need to be doing things that they're enjoying because that's what benefits their mental health. That's what makes them have a positive life. That's what helps people to enjoy what's going on and to live and be happy in the moment. So being kind to ourselves makes such a massive difference. It's it's so important. If you're really struggling with some maths work, then don't do the maths work. Do something that you're finding easy to do with your child and then get in touch with the teacher and let them help in the ways that they can. That's what they're trained to do. We're not trained to be teachers. We're not trained to be teachers and work from homers and cook pot washer and clothes washer and all this that and the other it's physically impossible to do everything all at once and if we're not looking after ourselves and being kind then we really can't do all of those things at all it's taking time out to do some self-care do some meditation read a book actually spend time on yourself and learning growing because if we're asking our children to learn and grow and read and write and they can see that we're not learning and growing and reading and writing then they're not going to want to do it they're going to want to play on the games if they see us sat on our phones doing work or they see us sat on our phones playing games then that's what they're going to want to do if they see us reading books every day or if they see us listening to podcasts every day if they see us doing things that are a really good routine things that are beneficial for our health then they're going to follow on and copy because that's what they see as they grow up. They see what we're doing. So if we are kind to ourselves, then our children will start being kind to themselves too. And for the future of their mental health, that's going to make a massive difference. Imagine if you were kind to yourself from being young and you didn't want have any unkind thoughts about yourself or you didn't want to have any guilt about doing something for yourself. Imagine that how, how much freedom you would have and how much you will believe in yourself. And it's about giving our children that choice. So these mental health problems that are coming up everywhere and the services for the children are just so overwhelmed and overstretched and they just haven't physically got enough people to look after the well-being and the mental health of the children that need it. So it gets to the point where they're really, really poorly and not well and there's nowhere to go because they're stretched and it's an emergency to us but it's not to them because they've seen it all before but to us it's our daughter, our son, our child who's struggling and we need to get them help. So if we can kind of stop it before it gets to that point and teach our children to be kind and to take time out for themselves and to do these things so yeah it's good to read and to have our education but if that's causing their mental health to go down then it's about being kind and choosing what works for you and your family and if they enjoy one specific subject really concentrate and focus on that subject and then you can try and throw the different subjects in around that one subject and it's about finding what they like and what they enjoy so that they can 
like it and enjoy it. If they're enjoying what they're doing, they are going to do it. And if they can see that we're doing things that we enjoy, then it just makes things improve massively. It's If we're doing things that we don't like doing, we're telling our children that to live life, we have to do things that we don't like, when in reality, we don't. We have to look after ourselves and be kind to ourselves. It's only doing the things that we don't like and putting ourselves into these situations that actually all these things build up and build up and build up and build up. And it's another thing that causes us to have really poor mental health because we're doing things that we don't want to do. We're doing things for other people. We're doing things because someone else has said to do it. So why are you doing that? Because I've been asked to do it and I couldn't say no. But you had this and that to do. Yeah, I know, but now I'll do that and that another time or I won't bother. And it's about being confident that, I'm sorry, I can't do that that day because I've got this planned and it needs to be done. And I could probably do it another day in working around it. It's about using your voice and to be kind for yourself. So when you get that shouting in your head, that shouting, no, you want to do this today, don't be doing that and someone's asking you to do something, it's about listening to that voice, that that voice that's saying no, is telling you to say no to look after your mental health. And if you ignore it, and you're telling your body that you're not going to listen to it, because so, you're not bothered about your mental health, you're just going to keep doing things and doing things and doing things and doing things. So no matter how many times it shows no at you, you're going to continue and continue to still do these things. It just makes our mental health worse and worse and worse. Whereas when we start saying yes to things we want to say yes to and no to things we don't want to say yes to, yes, that's right, I didn't think I got that the right way around, it's grabbing hold of those things and being confident with what our thoughts and what our feelings are and using our intuition. It, it, it makes a massive difference. Do it on the smaller things in life and then build up to the bigger things and you'll see that it's all these things and being kind to ourselves in these different ways that helps us live a life that we enjoy and that we're happy with and it's really important especially now that we try and live a happy life so if we're depressed and sad and upset when all this is going on and we step into it it's going to get worse it's about finding the things that we enjoy so that is the same with school and the kids if they find a game that's beneficial to them then let them play that game so if they're playing puzzle games or maths games or different games that are, are educational then why should we stop them from doing that if it's going to cause a massive amount of stress and but there's also the routine side of things build the routine up so we've got a routine the school work doesn't come until about half nine sometimes ten o'clock depending so it's you're allowed to go on your game for an hour in the morning once you've had your breakfast and you've got dressed then you can play your game for an hour then it's plug it in and charge it up while you do your school work once all the school work's finished then you can go and play your games again and in between if he's doing really well with his work or if he's pestering and we've got things going on and he's time we'll let him have a play but it's about allocating an amount of time and letting him understand that yeah, you can do that, we don't mind you doing that, but you've still got these different things that you need to do. But if you're not in that position and your kids are at school, then it's about understanding that 
you have to be kind to yourself and you have to kind of still do what you need to do. So if you need to go to work every day to pay the bills, then you need to go to work every day to pay the bill. Don't feel guilty about sending your kids to school. You're being kind in the bigger picture to yourself. So if you decided that you don't want to send your kids to school and you stop working, then your future self is not going to thank you for that because you're not going to be able to pay the bills. So it is, it's stepping into that being kind for yourself and listening to yourself. When your body says yes, go for it. When it says no, listen to it and do what it says. So I've got a new book out. It's the Mood Boosters Workbook and it's got 10 different ways that we can boost our moods and it's got different pages where you can journal on how the things that you've done have helped you improve your mood and it gives you a toolkit so that you can actually use these things when you start to feel low and you're not feeling in a great place. You can think, what things do I have in my toolkit to boost my mood? And it's looking back into the book and looking what you've done and using them in the future and keeping keeping them in your mind that there are things there that can lift your mood and it's knowing what lifts your mood, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And the book gives you a few different ways to work through and find out what toolkit you've got for yourself. So this is almost finished the podcast for the first lot of funding that we received and soon we will have eight more podcasts with funding from the local connections in the lottery and we'll give you more information on the website launch and we've got a few different notebooks if you're interested in journaling and artwork so my artwork is now on the front cover of some of the notebooks and I'll share the link in the show notes so that you can go and have a nosy at my different work and have a write and a journal because Every book sold will support a community interest company and go towards helping with the activities that we do in the Homeless Family Centre and around St. Helens. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Broken Mind and Growing Confidence. Find us on Facebook at Positive Life Workshops. Come and join our Facebook group, Broken Mind and Growing Confidence, or the Ladies Wellbeing Group. Our anxiety course will be live soon. If you're looking to improve your confidence, if you're interested in any healing, card readings, having problems with anxiety, or your own confidence, feel free to give me a message. Thanks for listening. We'll be here again next Thursday. Goodbye.